<laughs> Always laughing on the intro. Hi, Hello, Jeff. Hello, <laughs> Lauda. How are you? I'm doing really well. How are you today? I'm doing great. I got caught up in the beat. And it's easy to do. Yeah. It's a great beat. Grooving to the music. Hello, everyone who's listening. All of our listeners all around the world. All over the world. That's right. Welcome back to my favorite podcast, this beautiful space where we provide an outlet for people to tell their stories. Queen's Best The Podcast. Loving it. Where are we at? This is exciting. This is really exciting. Today we have such a special guest, somebody who is really near and dear to my heart. So hearing their whole story is, it's going to be incredible. I have so many questions, so many. But we're here with wonderful Gracia, Clary Léance. She's the CEO of Bevo's Kitchen. And we are going to listen to her story and eat some treats, some delights. It's going to be delicious. And you can find us everywhere you get your podcast and Instagram. Because there's images of all this wonderful goodness That's that right. we provide. And our chamber website, www.queenschamber.org. That's right. Such good stuff. Lauda. Yes, Jeff. What have you been eating? Oh, my goodness. Lots of eggs because I'm an egg person, but I know that's not what we mean here. Um, I had the opportunity to eat <laughs> recently at uh, Sole Luna in Sunnyside, and all of their food is amazing, amazing Italian food, um, a great owner, a family establishment. But what really stood out to me was the very precise way they cut their beets for their beet salad. I love a beet salad, but these little squares were just luscious. It was beautiful. A picture, a vision of beauty. It was. Simple is the best, and knife cuts are so important. Really? Yes. What's, what's, in, what's the importance of a... Oh, my goodness. Where, where does this chef start? If you have messy <laughs> knife cuts, like, forget it. That nobody wants to eat that. And that uniformity, it makes you distribute sauces better. It has a better mouthfeel when you eat. I mean, there's, there's so many reasons why you should have... Really strong knife skills. Tell us about the last episode of our beautiful podcast. The last episode was fire. And I say fire all the time, but it really was because one of the burgers was fire. It was halal bees. Oh my goodness, halal bees. In Jamaica. Oh, wow. Chef Iman Khan is a visionary behind halal bees. And he introduced us to the lunatic, the truffle. The Oklahoma and the nacho burgers, those taste profiles within those burgers were amazing. Yeah, and the toppings were out of this world. The combinations were amazing. But the sourcing of the halal beef as well just made these standouts. I'm glad he's expanding. He's got one in Brooklyn now, so everybody needs and to try halal beef. also amazing food. He, he made these burgers specifically for us. So they were fresh off the right. grill. It was amazing. For and them. a great story. A terrific story. Yeah. So tune in and listen. You can, uh, you can listen for yourself and find out all about Halal Bees. That's right. And slide into our DMs and let us know what you are eating, where you would like us to go. That's right. Let we want to hear from you. And then we'll, uh, we'll call those out on, on air. We can't wait to call it out. Come on, people, <laughs> let us know. 
jams or preservatives? Which is, which, which, where is your head at? Jams or preserves. Or preserves. Why did I say preserves? Because you know that our very special guest does not use preservatives in anything. It's one of the amazing things about her food. She does not, and we teed that up perfect. And chutney. That's right, chutneys. I've never had chutneys. Well. well. I'm going to experience it today. Yeah. This is going <laughs> to be exciting. I can't wait. So stay tuned. In our next segment, we will be talking with Gracia from Bevo's Kitchen. We can't wait. Up next. with us loud. All right, so we are so excited today. Hello, Gracia. Please tell us about you and about Bevo's Kitchen. Oh, wow. So my name is Gracia Cleary Leyos. I'm from the beautiful island of St. Lucia. And um, in St. Lucia, one of the things that's a biggie for us is our food. We take pride in the way we make our food, and we like food that's tasty. So growing up as a child, my dad, during the holiday season, would um, give us those tiny little pots. And it, we, there were three of us girls, and each of us had to make our own little cuisine. Dad made the huge pot, and each of us made our own little. <laughs> and at that time, it was so much fun because you got to make your favorite soup, whatever it is, and then you, we had those tiny little um, bowls that you could bring it for people to taste. And the reaction for me that I would receive whenever I gave somebody mine and the way they reacted, it made me feel so good. Uh-huh. I felt like I was doing something that was great. So with that kind of background now, as I grew older, I knew in my soul that whatever I got involved with had to deal with things that would help people. I called myself the servant. It had to be things that would help people. At first, I wanted to become a doctor. I wanted to be a surgeon. I love it. But then, as time went by, I had a son, and he had some little difficulties, and I had to choose between that and my son. So I chose my son. But that burning desire in me was always there because I wanted to help people. And so while I was taking care of my son, I started in the kitchen, you know, doing my stuff. And I am a very giving person. So I started making 
regular foods, but making them healthier. And as I made, I gave away. As I made, I gave away. And the people started to encourage, why don't you make a business out of it? And I'm like, no way. (laughs) I had just spent how many years? I had a degree in biology. I had just gotten another one as a laboratory technologist. I wanted to be in the lab. And um, so I was like, "Mm -mm, no no business. I'll make them. I'll give it away. (laughs) No business. So then I went in the lab, and I was there doing my stuff. And one of the things that I guess that really changed me, turned me around, was while I was there in the lab doing some of the lab work, you know, you do you have those little vials of blood, and they come in, and blood is supposed to be red. But then when you would centrifuge it, then sometimes it used to be so lightish, pinkish, creamyish, that kind of way. And it really started having me thinking, like, what would cause the blood that's supposed to be red, red, to be like pinkish cholesterol. Mm. Like, wow. So that now, having that knowledge and realizing so much of the stuff that happens because of the way we eat, it kind of sent me into Bevo's Kitchen. So now I really started making products now, not just to be a servant to help people, but to help them improve their lifestyle via food. And so Bevo's Kitchen is all about that, improving one's lifestyle via food. So I started Bevo's Kitchen. I started with my granola, making it healthy, little, little sugar, no all of the heavy oils or whatever they put in it. And then I started with my fruit chips, which is amazing. Started with the fruit chips, take the fruit itself, and, and, and create a chip out of it. No chemicals, no preservatives, no salt, none of that. And then we started making jams. And before you know it, we have a whole collection of them because we do them at the farmer's market. And the, the uh, customers would come, oh, could you make this one? And could you make that one? And of course, because I'm always busy making <laughs> it, before you know it, I have over 12 varieties wow. of different jams and preserves. And then I started making chutneys. Chutneys are so amazing because you could use the chutneys to spice up or to flavor your different foods. Mm. So one of our favorite chutneys that we make is a mango chutney. Mm. And we make it, we could make it mild, we could make it medium, and we could make it spicy. The mango chutney is just one of the best. Every summer I run out of mango chutney like before I'm even halfway through. I'm always making mango chutney. Because mango chutney is a biggie. It, it, you could put it on the on if you eat fish, you put it yes. on your salmon. Oh my goodness! Mm. One of the best salmons with the mango chutney. If you eat chicken, I don't eat chicken. I eat, chicken. but if you eat chicken, um, you could put it on that too. You could put Certainly. it on cutlets. You could do whatever you want with it. So this is really very beautiful. Now you would think, okay, she did all of that and she's done. But then I decided, well, you know what? There's still more I could do to help. And so I have, this, I have taken on a, a, a new mantle, I guess you could, you could call it. I have not um, ventured into naturopathy. So now I'm in the process of learning the different herbs and the different stuff and what could um, boost the immune system and... You know, pretty much every 
um, those conventional medications that we take, there's a herb sister to just about all of them, right. from the aspirin to all of them. That's right. So now, in addition to this, what I want to do now is to learn a little bit more on the naturopathy side mm-hmm. to really help people understand that your health or your lifestyle, I should say, your lifestyle, because it's not just food. There are eight laws to a beautiful, health, um, healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And when you combine all those eight laws of health together, you have a very good, well-balanced system. And so this is what I want to do, and I will incorporate my food part into it, but I would also like to develop it in a way whereby I can teach people that so that they could understand we don't have to die with high blood pressure, diabetes can be reversed, um, cholesterol can be changed, you don't have to die of heart attack, you just have to know how to change your lifestyle. Your medicine should be your food, and your food should be your medicine. Oh, oh my gosh. I'll, I knew I'll, I was going <laughs> to love hearing the whole story. Christia, I'm, I'm food as medicine. That's just what came to me. And hearing the traditions in your childhood and the blood story, which is amazing. <laughs> the whole origin story, I mean, it's like your food as medicine apothecary is just coming alive. This is it's incredible. Expanding your brand. <laughs> I want to know where the name Belvos, Bevos ah. came from. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I do, too. That's so funny. So in the Caribbean, we have a neat name. We have our real name, like, for example, my name is Gracia. Yes. But if you were to go to St. Lucia and you ask for Gracia, nobody would know who's <laughs> Gracia. So in the Caribbean, they know me as Beverly. Oh. That's my nickname. My dad calls me Bevo. Oh. That is the only person who calls me Bevo. <laughs> so this is where Bevo's get from. What is it about nicknames that only specific people can call you that name? <laughs> and if anyone else says it, Yep. Yep. Bevos. I got it. Oh. Yeah. So anytime I hear Bevos, I know it's that. Anytime I hear Beverly, I know that's people in the Caribbean. Anytime somebody calls me Gracia, I know it's from up here. <laughs> <laughs> New York. New York. Those New Yorkers. Wow. Well, so and you so you've been doing some incredible stuff all about town. Um, what are you, some of your favorite outlets and places where you sell your products and where can people buy your products? Well, I do a lot of farmer's markets. Um, I did a lot of them in Long Island. Um, this year I'm trying to branch out a little bit more into Brooklyn. And um, I do sell them also um, at a Taste New York in Dix Hills. Um, I met those lovely people. They met me at a farmer's market, and they love my chips. So ever so often, I make their order, and I sell it to them there. And beyond that, we're in the process of expanding. So for individuals who are not local, Mm -hmm. they can visit where to get your products? So for individuals who are not local, you could go on my website. And my website is www dot bevoskitchen.com. Love it. And Instagram? 
And Instagram is Bevo's Kitchen NY. Okay. Bevo's Kitchen NY. One word. So nice. You can see it and you yep. can order That's right. it. Yep. So, Garcia, tell us a little bit more, too, about how you make some of the things that you make. I don't want you to give away all your trade secrets, but I know the first time I ripped into um, a bag of fruit chips, I just thought that they were stunning and way more delicious than anything you can get on a grocery shelf. <laughs> well, you see, because I always have the mentality that your food should be your medicine, when I set out to make my products, I have to get the best of the fruits, um, and I hand made it. I do not put it through no machine and for the machine to do it. I will literally peel them myself. When I'm doing those strawberry jams, I will literally wash those strawberries because some people did kind of do the seeds. I would literally wash those strawberries one by one, mm. enjoy doing it because I know I am doing it for a reason. And I take my time and I get the best ingredients and I make them with lots of love. Love. Wow. Love is where it's at. There you have was to love what you do. <laughs> oh, I read something where you said a way to a man's stomach. <laughs> a way to a man's heart is, is to his belly. Yes. Yes. Listen, I'm a Caribbean girl. It's true. Okay? And our Caribbean men love food. <laughs> so most of the times, a guy will marry you if you really don't know how to cook. See, <laughs> cooking is very, very important <laughs> in my, where I came from. So the, the better you could cook is the more appealing you are to a Caribbean man. I think that's like maybe other cu cultures got that from the <laughs> Caribbeans because it's certainly true for me. Yes, because there's nothing better than a really nice, tasty plate of food. It when is. you come from work and you're tired and you just need something to eat, a nice plate of food, well prepared and nicely served. Mm. Yeah. So I know you brought some stuff for us today, but you also do um, savory foods at yes. events as well. What other yes. kinds of dishes do you make? Oh, wow. So... So I do vegetarian, vegan vegetarian meals because, like I said, I'm trying to promote healthy lifestyle. There was a time when the meat was good, yes. But now with all the chemicals and all the stuff that they put into the meats and the stuff, they're not as safe to eat anymore. I'm not saying that you will not be able to get a good one if you know the right place to yeah. get it. But if you were to just pick it up in any supermarket, you're not getting the best. From my biology studies, one of the things that really pushed me into the vegetarian lifestyle was the way they would treat the meat when it started to go bad. You would have all this meat spoiling. They wouldn't throw it. They would bleach the chicken mm. to, to, to get it to stay. Or they would inject the beef with all different kinds of dye, and you'd go there, and it looks so nice and red, and you'd think, oh, fresh. But it's loaded with chemicals. And these chemicals are what makes our children sick. Asthma and all those kind of stuff. It is because of the chemicals that's in the food. So turning now to vegan vegetarian, I started to making foods that are just as tasty because most of the times people think vegetarian food are not tasty. But then it depends on who you get it from. 
that's right. Okay. <laughs> so, so I started doing my vegan foods. I use a lot of vegetables. Um, I would take my, my um, zucchini and I would make my own burgers with it. And for those who are still vegetarian, they don't mind eating the products, there are some vegetarian meats out there that you could also use because it's a process, you know. When you go through from vegetarian to vegan, you will probably get to a point where you just want your beans and you could make your, your bean casserole and you could make your bean loaf. I will make the lentil loaf. I will make the red bean stroganoff. So you, you, you do those different things. But for those who still want to have some meatiness still in, in their food, they have lots of vegetarian meats that you could use. So I would make a curry, a, a curry vegetarian chicken with potatoes. That's really awesome. And what I do is I put a lot of um, turmeric mm-hmm. in it, not just the curry, but the turmeric. Because turmeric is one of the herbs that helps you fight inflammation. That's right, an anti-inflammatory. Right. So just putting the turmeric now gives them a health benefit, which is what I'm trying to do. Put herbs into the foods that will help boost and strengthen your immune system. So everything I cook, whether I make the barbecue drumstick, or I make the curry, or I make the burgers, or, or, or whatever it is that I make, I try to infuse it with herbs that I know that will benefit. Can people get a hold of you to get catering if they're looking for that type of food? Sure. Okay. Sure. You could reach me on Instagram. You could reach me on Facebook. You could reach me on my website. Covered all the bases and expanding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. Are we close to? I was going to ask the same question. I know you're I think looking I know at what you're Yeah, you're looking <laughs> you can at me tell like, when yeah. It's the part of the podcast like, okay, where we're going to. It's time to eat something. All right. So we're going to take a a brief pause. Okay. And come back and sample Bevo's kitchen. Oh, so we're talking about crunch in the chips. The so these the chip. these apparently are very fresh made. Yes. And these are the pineapple rice. So yes. Garcia, tell us what we are trying here. So here you have the. Pineapple chips, freshly made, no chemicals, no preservatives. Beautiful. Yep. Well, first thing is you experience the smell. The oh, scent yes. of pineapple just oh, comes yes. out of the bag. It's the pure pineapple, and I oh always try, God. always try to get the best pineapples too. Mm. Yep. You have to know how you get the flavor. <laughs> it just seems like when people dehydrate, they don't have as much flavor. It's just so flavorful. Yes. And crunchy look. And good. It is crunchy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you do, and you do smell. Yeah. It wafts right out. Yep. It tastes like amazing tart pineapple. So tart. My eyes are watering in a really good way. Yes. And the crunch is like. Yeah. Like potato chip. It's like pineapple potato That's chips. It. That's why gonna. I call it fruit chips. Oh, my gosh. And we're not going to. Get to learn the secret techniques. <laughs> she's not sure. She's oh, not listen gonna. to that crunch. This is the apple. I heard the crunch. This is the apple, yes. Mm, see, the apple is the very first one I ever tasted last year. Still my favorite. <laughs> I can still taste it in my mind. So good. The apple crunch. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's amazing. It is delicious. Mm. Ooh. Look at that. Antelope. Antelope chips. Amazing. Can we open this one? Oh, 
because the packaging is so beautiful too. How did you um, come up with your beautiful logo? I love it. Well, my logo, all credit I have to give to a friend of mine who knew a friend, and he created my logo for me, and I just gave him some little specifics as to what I wanted, and he gave it to me, and just beautiful. He made it for me. Love it. Yep. Mmm. Antelope. Yep. I've never had a cantaloupe chip before. Wow. Well, See, that's the thing with bevels. We always try to create originality. And this is original. Indeed. It's the amazing. pineapple, I believe, is my favorite. <laughs> I keep going back and forth. I keep having to have just another one because I can't decide. I, the apple is my favorite. Yeah, it's I like the, the apple, too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's uh, the crunchiness of the pineapple yes, that is the pineapple is the most crunchy. Yes, and it's the one that takes the longest to make too. Really? Mm-hmm. The, my husband's son says something about feedback in the mouth when he puts food in, and this gives you some kind of feedback that's yeah, really. Apple. I like the apple. Too. Amazing. Now, which is your top seller? Oh my! The pineapple is um, followed very closely by the apple. Yes. And what other? fruits do you have in your repertoire? Well, for now, I just make those three. Okay. I just make those three fruit chips. Um, I have been under a little pressure to make the mango, but I don't know. Mm. I'm still thinking about it because mm-hmm. the mango is a very expensive fruit. It is. Mm-hmm. And um, I have to be able to make sure that the feasibility of it is possible. You know? Right. I wonder, is any fruit possible? Could you do avocado chips? Um, I'm sure you could. It would take a longer period <laughs> of time because you know you have to you have to treat it and then you have to know what type of fruit to make it with. Wow. You see the pineapple there; it has that little tartiness to it, it does. because um, I do not let the pineapple get too ripe. You okay. have to know how to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. If I were to do it with a very ripe pineapple, the color would be darker and mm-hmm. it would be very sweet. But because I'm trying to push the health, even the sugar in the fruit, you, you have to minimize right. that. So you have to know when to use the fruit and, and to make it so that it comes out just the way you want Without it. Without giving away any secrets, and I know mm-hmm. you're not, what's the length of, what's the process, not process, but the length of time it takes per se for like per bag Per batch, because I kind of do it per, per batch. batch. Yes. yes. Um, time-wise, we're looking at probably 24 to 36 hours. Mm, okay. Mm. Yep. And how much does each batch yield? Um, probably about a dozen, a dozen large and a dozen small, because with these bags, I have two different sizes. I have mm-hmm. the three ounce, and I have the 1.5. So okay. these are the 1.5. Mm-hmm. So if I do it in one small batch, then a batch would yield me about... Um, one doesn't large and one doesn't small. Okay. It takes wow. a lot of fruit, too. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, because once you remove the waters from it, yeah, exactly. you have a lot less yeah, Exactly. Less so, like, That's one great. little bag like this will take pretty much a whole pineapple. And the pineapples look like ruffled potato chips. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. They look like potato chips. That's true. Well, the apples are still my favorite. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Now, I also see we have some other things here. So these are butters. Okay. You have a pumpkin butter, which is a huge thing, especially with the, the younger generation. They love, they love the 
pumpkin yeah. butter. People love and, pumpkin. And the I love apple, pumpkin. Yeah. And I'm young. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the apple apple butter is can stand on its own. It has been there for a long time. Everybody knows apple butter. Everybody, yes. Yeah. And if anyone in your family ever canned or jarred or put anything in the cellar, you had some apple butter in the yes. cellar. And the good thing with our... Our jams and our preserves. Can we open one? Oh, sure. Okay, keep telling us. The shelf life goes from six months to a year, and probably even beyond. But the shelf life, you see how it popped when you opened it there? Yep. So whenever you open it, you must always make sure you hear that pop. Okay. Um, And then it's... look at that consistency. Yeah, it's nice and creamy, and it's not sweet. Oh, it smells so good. I'm I'm a smell girl. I smell everything (laughs) first. It smells deep. Delicious. So how long did you say the shelf life was? Six months, a year, a little bit plus. Ooh. Yeah, it has a long shelf life. You can put that on so many things. Oh, yes. You c- it could go it on that ice cream. It's a butter. It's a butter. But it has that. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah. The consistency is, it's almost, yes. it almost yep. looks caramelly when you it's, look at it. Yes, because it's pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, I love it on the crackers. Mm-hmm. It goes really nice on the crackers. Yes. It goes really nice on some um, vanilla ice cream, too. I mean, yeah. you could even just make a pie with that. <laughs> yes, you could. I like to eat it just like that from the jar. Yeah. Yes, it's delicious. Okay, i got to go with this because I have to compare it to... This one is the apple. This is spicy. Wow. Ooh. We had the spicy. Mm. The spicy shot right over me. Okay, that's delicious too. That has a different consistency. It opens yeah. up a lot more. Because it's different. It's apple. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I really like that too. Straight from the jar. See, now this one is like the applesauce. Yeah. It is like applesauce. <laughs> oh, so the first one we had was a pump? Yes. Oh it's so creamy. It's not super spicy though. Oh, no, no. It's not supposed to be spicy. You see, it's a spiced pumpkin butter. Because it has, it, it, it has all the cinnamon all and the all spices. those nice. Right. My son calls it an apple pie in a jar. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It is. It's amazing. Well, I have had the pleasure of eating lots of Gracia's food over the past year at different places. So I highly recommend people catch her at any event. And hopefully you have those events posted on your social and website as well where yes. we can find you out in the world. Yes such an amazing treat. Um, Gracia, what else would you like to tell our listeners? Anything about the business or the food or any final words you'd like to tell us? Well, the business is definitely, the business is definitely picking up. Um, Currently, we are doing a program with the Cornell Foods Park. Um, They're connected, the Cornell is working with the government and they have this program where they uh, work with small business entrepreneurs and to help them to scale up so recently we started doing that which is very good because we're looking definitely to scale up Mm. and then we also with um, Santander that's another cultivate small business um, which too will be able to give us some feedback and help us to scale up so right now we are definitely in the scaling up business Eventually, we might pivot a little bit to incorporate the, nat- the, the naturopathic side I was telling you about. But bottom line is, Bevo's business is a business that is focused on health, 
and helping people to obtain that health. Build your immune system via food. I love all of it. Yeah. I mean, I was just reading a food as medicine um, blog because people are finally, finally starting to understand this. I can't believe it's taken so long. We've known this. Yeah. And they're just now kind of coming around to understanding that food, all food is medicine. Everything we're putting in our bodies is either not helping or helping. That's right. Right, it is. You see, it wasn't until after COVID when people really realized, oh my, so many people died because the immune system was weak. Exactly. You see, the COVID, truth be it said, if you had a strong immune system, you could have, I, I got it, but I didn't go to the hospital. Yeah. Correct. Because my system was strong enough to fight it off. Right. Um, the interesting thing is, normally they would have said to you, oh, if one person in your house have COVID, everybody would get it. I got it, but nobody else in my house got it. Mm-hmm. And everybody was there with me. I wasn't isolated in a room. My daughter would come in, my son. They had traces of it in their system, mm-hmm. but they didn't get the COVID because from young, I had been feeding them in a way where the immune system was strong. Right. Right. So now when the virus came, that just washed in like a storm, those who had the strong immune system were able to withstand. Mm-hmm. But those who didn't got really, really sick and ended up in the hospital right. or yeah. they died. Right. So just imagine now, if you could build your system and COVID is just the beginning. We know that there, there will be others coming. Correct. So just imagine now, if you could get on a lifestyle that could really help build your immune system. And yes, the food is good, but it's not. Remember, I told you there were eight. Correct. There were eight laws. Get on that healthy lifestyle that could build your immune system. Mm-hmm. That way, when those little viruses, which are so tiny, tiny, but they can rip so much havoc, yes. when they come... Our bodies are strong enough, and it can withstand. God made us beautifully. Mm-hmm. Our bodies can fight, mm-hmm. but we have to give it the correct platform for it to be able to do A it. A strong foundation. Correct. Wow. Oh, my gosh. This has been so <laughs> know, good. And such Wilder a treat. Still munching I can't these. help it. I found, I'm still eating the apples. They're so delicious. And this the is the my bag. Chips. I'm taking and this I'm bag. Take, I'm taking the pineapple <laughs> okay, chips. Okay, you can take that bag. <laughs> taking well, the pineapple whatever. chips. This has been amazing. Oh, such a good episode. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you you so much. Lauda, your closings? Closings is stay adventurous and support your local food businesses. And peace and love. Until next time, you know where to find us and listen to this and get your Bevo's Kitchen on. Yeah. Until next time. (laughs) Thank you so much.